When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 6, Episode 22. The season finale of season six, the second to last season finale of this podcast. Chapter titled <laughs> State of the Unions. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. Uh, and we are married, and we're going to talk about a marriage episode. Yeah. Gasp. Gasp. Um, here's my question for you this week. Oh, goodness. <laughs> You know, I always ask you questions about, you know, kind of related to the episode. Mm-hmm. And um, usually they're fun and lighthearted and woo, everybody's having a good time. Are they really? Uh, no. Do you, do you, <laughs> how do you feel about getting married young? Me personally? I think just in general, but that involves you personally as well. I think it's case by case. Mm-hmm. I struggle with it because for me, it was a very, very bad choice. Mm-hmm. Um, for my parents, it was a very, very bad choice. And I think a lot of times when you're younger, you look at it as you have your whole lives ahead of you to make changes. Mm-hmm. And if a person is shitty, you think maybe they'll grow out of it or they'll mature or you can help them. And I think that's when things kind of spin out of control is when you realize like, oh, it's been 10 years and it's only gotten worse. Mm. And this is how I have spent a good portion of my life at this point because I was so young when I got married I don't think that's the case for everybody. I think that there are people that it works for. But for me personally, it was a bad choice. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Uh, I think it's a case by case kind of thing. But I think in general, like it's really important. So getting married young isn't. um that big of a deal to me but i think getting married young and having a young relationship is 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 a bad idea you mm-hmm. know like be together for a while get to know each other um you know i i wouldn't care if our kids got married young but i would care if they were like yeah we've been together for 8 months we're getting married right so i think that's what it comes down to to me mm-hmm. but furthermore but on a different note and related to this episode, I really wanted to know what it was like for you as an adult about Topanga's age when your parents got divorced. Like, did it affect you at all? Did it affect you the way it affected her? Not in the slightest. Yeah. Um, And I think, so I, maybe I'm weird. I'm very easily detached from things. Um, If I you know, get told, like, bad news, I can just sort of cut that piece out of my life and detach from it, like, so that it doesn't affect me. I don't know if that's healthy. No, it super isn't. But I also (laughs) don't think it's completely true. Like, 
I think sometimes now you, it is not. Sometimes you attach to bad news very quickly. I think now it is not. Mm. Um, but then I, I think a lot of my life was bad news. But I also didn't care. Like, I... I was starting my own life. Right. And it was slightly tumultuous, like my own life was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going through like having a child very young and getting married very young and and having all of these life changes. And I wasn't even super attached to my parents at that point. Like what mm-hmm. they did would not affect me whatsoever. So if it's like a sit you down, it's like, I'm sorry, like we're getting a divorce. Did they do that? Uh, How did that work out? I don't remember. Oh. I feel like they must have at some point. Mm. But I feel like it's it's just as likely that one of your sisters was like, Did you hear that mom and dad are getting divorced? <laughs> and you'd be like, Oh, okay. It that could have very well been the case, but I I honestly don't remember because, like I said, I didn't care that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I were an integral part of their relationship, like, I feel like if we, you know, seven years down the line from now, if we told our kids we were getting divorced. I just want to na- uh, say that that was put on record. She said seven years from now, it is currently uh, December 25th, 2021. Um, so let's see what happens in 2028. No, I mean, if we were to tell our kids that we were, our children, our, like the three that are ours, mm-hmm. that we were getting divorced in the next five to seven years, mm-hmm. I think they would be devastated. Hmm. Um because of how closely we've parented them together and how much a part of our lives they are. Right. I did not feel that way about my parents. Well, yeah, I I, I agree. But I also think that's a different situation than what Topanga is dealing with. And we'll talk about it more. But I mean, she was both. She's not going to not see them. You know what I mean? Right. Like if, if we got divorced, Mm -hmm. um, our kids aren't technically each other's kids. You mean siblings? Whatever. Yeah. No. <laughs> but th- so they want, like, my daughter wouldn't go live with you and your sons wouldn't go live with me. So, like, it would kind of be like a, well, now we don't see each other. Some. They'll be adults. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like, as adults, like, if we were to tell them as adults that we were splitting up, Mm -hmm. I think that they would be upset. Okay. But I could be wrong. I just don't see how it affects an adult child that strongly. Like, Topanga's not living with her parents and hasn't been living with her parents. She hasn't even really seen them for a while. So why would that affect her so strongly yeah, I, I, I'm interested in that. Like, I, I wonder, you know, if anybody, if anybody's parents got divorced in their adulthood, I'd like to know what you guys had felt about it at the time. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting to me the way Topanga reacted. Like, mm-hmm. it, it just seemed, um, I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed odd. Yeah, I'll say more about it later, but yeah. I do, like, I think it is incredibly important 
And, and it is how I react when friends of mine will talk to me about like their spouses or things like that is, are, are you happy? Right. Like, if you're not happy, that's all that matters. Like, it doesn't have to be like a terrible thing that's going on. And as a kid or as someone's like child, you want your parents to be happy. Mm-hmm. So if they're not happy together, then whatever. And I think that's like that's how I felt about my parents. I was well, just like, well, if you're not happy together, then whatever, go off. It's fine. I think when you're talking like young children or or even teenagers really, like you want you want your parents to be happy together, but you want them to figure it out together. Mm-hmm. So I I think I understand feeling that desire. But as an adult, it seems a little bit like, well, hey, you guys aren't happy? Go be happy. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was just wondering because you, I mean, you've been on both ends of this. Mm-hmm. So, and I have not. It's true. I've been on neither end of this. Mm-hmm. I'm an outsider watching a, a TV show. I mean, in this situation, you are the quarry and I am the Topanga. Like, your parents are still together. Mm-hmm. You know, you're 38 years old and your parents are still together. Mm-hmm. I'm 37 and I've had the best stepdad in the world since I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And and I love, I love my dad a lot too. But, like, it just, none of that has affected me other than the fact that, like, now Jeff is in my life and I love him. Right. And my mom loves him. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Anyway, that just interesting. I, I didn't mean for it to take the first 10 minutes of the show, but I f- feel like it's really interesting to, to see. Because I didn't, mm-hmm. I mean, I've never really talked to you about that kind of stuff. Anyway, what have you been up to, Tanya? It's Christmas Day for it us. It is Christmas Day. But I've been not Christmasing. Everybody, not everybody celebrates it. That's true. Um, it is a holiday that yeah. we celebrate. Yeah, but I we hope we have kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope I hope those of you who do have had a good one, and I hope those of you who don't have had an amazing day, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but you won't be hearing this until well after. So yeah, we can just sprinkle some Christmas spirit into a Monday. Yeah. Anyway, um, but we're spending Christmas with our listeners. We are with because the class. because that's. Our gift. We didn't cancel class for Christmas. They might be mad at us. Oh, that's true. There wasn't a winter break. Yeah. It's just, it's the end of the season. Like, it felt, it feels weird to try to take a break now with this, the the last episode of the season. Maybe next, because it's the last season, mm-hmm. and the, this is our class, whenever colleges are out, we should all also be out. Is that what you think? Maybe we'll take a take a summer break. <laughs> um. Anyway, what have you been up to? Anything? Uh, just holidaying really yeah. hard. Yeah. Like stayed up until one o'clock in the morning trying to make cinnamon rolls from scratch for my kids because we went to the grocery store and they had no cinnamon rolls in stock. None. It was wild. So I was like, oh gosh, I hate making like yeast bread type baking things because i'm not very confident about it I stayed up until one o'clock in the morning making them they turned out okay 
and we opened presents and it was really nice because I think for the first time yes in the history of our family yes every year we're like we're not going to go overboard we're going to keep it minimal the kids get overwhelmed every year we're going to keep it small so we usually like cross that line and our kids get overwhelmed and we're overwhelmed and incredibly broke and I think we did really well this year. I think we did pretty good. They were really, really happy, and we put a lot of thought into things. The only person who had gifts that went overboard... Was me. Was you. It was crazy. Class. Class? I have been asking for a free little library for, like, I can't remember how long. I want to say five years. It might have been only four years. It's been a long time. It's been the one gift. Like, my birthday comes. I'm like... I just want a free little library, and I don't get it. And then Christmas comes, and I'm like, I just want a free little library, and I don't get it. Well, guess what? I got one for Christmas, and I'm very excited. As soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go put it together and put it out there and put some books in it. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yep. You know what else we did? (laughs) What did we do? We watched Boy Meets World Season 6, Episode 22, chapter titled... State of the Unions. Um, Unions is plural. I just figured it was about time for us to get into the episode. Yeah, probably. Um, Can you go ahead and blur me up, Tanya? Yes. The blurb for this episode is... Feeney and Dean Bolander make a binding commitment to each other. All right, Disney+. Plus. This episode was directed by Jeff McCracken, and it was written by Barbie Feldman. Known Eric lover, Barbie Feldman. And she, she, uh, true to her, to herself, true to Barbie's, um, spirit, she wrote a story for Eric that was different than any story that Eric's had. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, classroom or not, where do we start? We do not start in the classroom. We start at Chucky's. We do start at Chucky's. What's going on? Corey's sitting there, like, reading a paper, and Topanga comes running over, and she's just like, look, we just got a call about the venue that we want to book for the wedding. What do you think about a July 4th wedding? Someone dropped out for that day. We could have an Independence Day wedding. Corey's like, Independence Day is the day we get married. How ironic. And Topanga picks up on that and immediately is like, did you, like, do you not want to get married? And he starts telling her about, like, the nightmares he's having again. Like, he's still having them about getting married. And in this one, he's like, last night, um, we got married and we ended up in the poorhouse. You want to know how I knew it was the poorhouse? It said poorhouse on it. And, like, people were inside being tortured and stuff. And when I went in, who was doing it? You were. And I look in the basket of all the heads, because she was beheading people, and it was all Corey's head. Yep. And she's just like, um, I don't understand why you're- She says, do you still want to get married or not? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just talking. (laughs) I, um, even though my situation was more like Topanga's, um, because my parents got divorced when I was around her age and stuff. I related way more to Corey in this episode because, like, the way that he was communicating felt very close to my heart. Did it? The way that he was, like, rambling, 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 and she's just like, what? I hate that rooster. <laughs> I hate that rooster so much. 
Why? We're getting a soundproof room for Christmas. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, the way that he communicates, especially in this part where he's just like rambling and rambling and rambling. And then she's like, are we getting married or not? And he's like, oh, no, no, I was just talking. I feel like I do that all the time where you're like, what? Like, is ever like, are we okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just talking to you. I'm just having a conversation. <laughs> You don't usually say it the same way Corey does, though. You were like, I'm having a conversation. Anyway. It's what people do. I do say that to you a lot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know what roosters do? do? Get rid of them. All right. No. Anyway, what were you saying? What happens? Is that it? No. no. Dean, because... Bolin- Dean Bolander and-, and Feeney come in. Well, so Topanga starts talking about like why she thinks that their marriage is going to be fine. And so Topanga's talking to Corey, and she's just like, why are you nervous? Like, why are you so nervous? Like, we have great examples in our life of people who got married young, and they're doing just fine. And Corey, like, to his credit, is just like, everyone gets nervous about this. Like, it would be weird if I wasn't nervous about this. And that's when Feeney and Lila come over, and they're like, announcement, guess what we're doing? Sunday. On Sunday, we're just going to get married with the justice of the peace. And they start to walk out and Corey goes, wait, are you are you nervous? And Feeney waits until Dean Bolander walks away and then looks at Corey and goes, very. <laughs> um, and then we cut to the Matthews mm-hmm. kitchen where Dean Bolander, Lila, mm-hmm. and Feeney, George, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm are talking to Amy and Alan about the fact that they're getting married and they want to use their living room. Well, so they're like, oh, yeah, no, we're just going to go to the Justice of the Peace. Oh, like, yeah, we're not right. going to have anybody there. And the Matthews both are like, no, we're having this wedding here <laughs> in the living room. Mm-hmm. Not Mr. Feeney's beautiful garden exactly. that that's, he works on all the time. That's what I was thinking. Like, he's got that beautiful backyard. That he has meticulously uh, uh, fashioned. And and they're like, we're going to make our couch and furniture just disappear from our living room. And you're going to have your wedding here because everybody's going to want to be here. So obviously, our house, that's where the wedding should be. Um, and they're like, are you sure? And they're like, yes, absolutely. We're doing this here. And then Corey bursts in and he's just like... He says something about the world being over or like he's just like terrified and um And he's like, Feeney, Dean, I'm happy for you. Get out. And Alan is like, Have you lost your mind? And Corey goes, The in laws are coming. And Feeney goes, Oh, we're leaving and gets <laughs> up and starts to walk out. And then as they walk out the door, Feeney stops by Corey and grabs his face and he's just like, You're a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> So George and Lila leave, Corey's freaking out, and they're like, Corey, stop. Like, it's Topanga's parents. Like, it's fine. And he's like, they were Topanga's parents. Now, they're not. And he's like, I'm going to the living room. They're the in-laws, and they're uh, that was before I took their daughter away from them and made her not go to Yale. Right. And he's, like, in the living room, like, fluffing pillows and, like, being completely neurotic on a level that I 100% understood. And they're just like, what? 
what is going on? And he's like, look, I need you guys to be on your best behavior. Like, this is important. We're going to be talking wedding plans. I have to make a good impression because now they hate me. We have to be like top notch. And they're like, what are you talking about? I can do like some impressions or whatever. And he pulls, Corey pulls out these cards and hands them to his parents. And Alan's just like, wait, I can't do impressions, but everybody loves my impressions. And Corey's like, no, no impressions. Stick to the talking points that are on the card. And then baby Joshua starts crying because they're wheeling him around in his bassinet. And Amy picks Joshua up and starts singing like Hush Little Baby. And Corey like pulls the card and is like, no. And she says, I can sing. And Alan goes, no, you can't. That's not what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you sing beautifully. But according to this card, you can't sing and I can't do impressions. We have to stick to these talking points. And it's like. Alan's was Bridges and. I don't remember. I don't remember either. It was Bridges and something, and then Amy's was Peaches and something, and I can't remember what it is. But so, for the sake of this podcast, they could only talk about Bridges and Peaches. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. And Corey's like, stick to the topics so that nobody says anything that can come off wrong. And then the doorbell rings, he goes to the door, he opens it, and he's like, hey, I'm sorry that your daughter decided not to go to Yale because of me. <laughs> yep. And then we cut to the, the Chuckies. We cut, cut to the Chuckies. Chuckies uh, where sh- Eric is standing at the pool table and he's like, white ball, side pocket. And he hits the ball into the side pocket and he's like, whoop. And Sean's like, you just lost on purpose. And Eric's like, yeah, I know. I'm a loser anyway. And Sean kind of stands back and he's like, Eric, do you want to talk? And Eric's just, like, immediately, like, wants to talk. So Eric kind of says, like, I've lost everything. I'm not good at anything. Like, Feeney's getting married. I'm losing him. Well, it, before, so before he got into all that, I remember thinking, oh, wow, Sean and Eric have never really had a talk before. Mm-hmm. And Eric goes, what, "We can we do that? And Sean is like... Yeah, I mean, we've never done it before, but yeah, I think we can. We never really did it when I lived there. And Eric's like, oh, oh yeah, you lived with me for like a year. When? (laughs) How long ago was that? And Sean's like, I think it was last year. (laughs) Is it always Barbie that breaks that fourth wall? It's not always Barbie, but Barbie does it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So Eric starts to, like, lay his woes on Sean about the fact that he's losing Feeney to Dean Bolander, and he's losing Corey to Topanga, and he lost Rachel to Jack, and he lost Jack to Rachel, and he's just, like, freaking out through the whole thing. And Sean is, like, very calm. In the middle of this, Eric walks up to the counter, points at something, Says nothing to the person behind the counter and ends up with two Cokes in his hand. I didn't catch that. And I'm like, he just, like, he didn't even pause conversation to order these two bottles of Coke. He just pointed to them. Well, they're in there all the time. I feel like maybe that's just like, they know Eric. Yeah, probably. Um, 
But they go, they sit on the couch, and Sean starts to say, like, oh, no. He says, before they go to the couch, he says, you know, yeah, all this stuff is hard, but, you know, I've been through the hardest time of my life. And Eric's like, oh, you mean when your dad died? And Sean's just like, um, you're very sensitive, Eric. And Eric's like, yeah, thanks. Um, so then they go, so they sit on the couch and Sean says, like, I felt like everything was falling apart. And then I went on that trip in my dad's trailer and it changed everything. And he explains that, like, one night he's, like, sitting out and he's looking at the sky and he can see everything. He can see the galaxies. He can see the constellations. Like, there was nothing in the sky that he couldn't see. It was really clear. And Eric is like, oh, you must have felt really small. And Sean's like, yeah. I felt like a speck of dust that's only here for like a short amount of time, like no consequence to ever to anything. So I'm going to live my life with my friends because they make me feel good. You guys make me feel happy. Um, And then I teared up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then Eric is like, that's amazing. Like, but that was like for you. And Sean goes, yeah, for me. And Eric goes, so I need to figure things out. For me, Sean was like, yeah, for you. And then Eric is like, wow, we should do this more often. And, and then they like, good talk. they, they, uh, knock their cokes together. Yep. And then we go to the living room. We go to the living room. We've got Topanga's parents. And Topanga's parents are. Annette O'Toole. Annette O'Toole. And Michael McKean. Is that his name? I think so. Yeah, Michael McKean, who we most recently saw on Better Call Saul. So it was really weird because I didn't realize that he was Topanga's dad at any point. One of her dads. Um, And nowhere near the kind of dad that Topanga started out with in elementary school. Man, he became a curmudgeon. Yeah. no, He went from like hippie cool guy to like asshole curmudgeon. Yeah, no, he, he, it really was, like, it's a completely different person. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, literally it is, but also, it's, he's a completely different character. Yeah, they didn't even try to be like, all right, like, this is the dad that Topanga grew up with. Like, he's cool, he's a hippie, he had, like, a music store, he had, like, a health food hippie Built store Built guitars or for rock stars. Instead, they're like, oh, we're gonna build this character now around the actor that is playing him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Annette O'Toole was brilliant. Well, and, and apparently Michael McKean and Annette O'Toole either were or still are married. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm I'm really sorry about the rooster. And I, I know Tanya's going to say nobody cares. But I know that if I was listening to a podcast and there was a rooster going off constantly, I would care. So I apologize to those of you who do care. Anyway. um, So they're all sitting in the living room. And everyone's kind of chit-chatting or whatever. And Corey and Topanga were, like, off to the side talking themselves. Um, And Corey happens to hear, like, a blip of conversation and realize that they're not sticking to the talking points. He's like, hey, what what are you guys talking about? And Alan's just like, television. And Corey's like, television? That's not uh, one of talking points i expected you to have and alan's like oh no this is very interesting because mr lawrence does not like 
any television that's on right now. And Jedediah is sitting there and he's like, that's because ALF was the best show on television. And Topanga's mom is just like, um, nobody watches ALF anymore. And so they have like, their the conversation is declining. You can tell that there's tension between Topanga's parents. And um, Alan starts bringing up other shows and then immediately goes into impressions and Amy is ecstatic that Alan is going into impressions. Topanga is gleeful over the impressions. And Topanga's mom is pretty happy about them, too. And Corey is spinning out of control. He's mm-hmm. just like, no, stop. What's happening? And then Joshua starts crying. And immediately Amy gets up and starts singing to him. And he's like, what the hell is happening right now? Yeah, but then... um uh Jedediah, Jedediah mm-hmm. starts criticizing Alan's uh, Johnny Carson impression. Mm-hmm. And um, what's her mom's name? I just want to say Annette. It's not. It's not Annette. She just so looks like an Annette. Sure. But also you keep saying Annette O'Toole. Um, anyway, so she she criticizes Jedediah's criticization. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a word. It's not. It's not. It's I'm tired. And uh, It's criticism criticization and look it up and so he starts to get testy with her and he's like oh i maybe maybe if you you know didn't scold me in front of people and they they talked about ally mcbeal too Mm -hmm. like like topanga's mom is like there are great shows on television now he's like like what like ally mcbeal and she's like yeah like ally mcbeal what's wrong with that and he's like well she criticizes her husband in front of people and she's like um she's not even married and he's like and she never will be topanga's dad is a misogynistic asshole yeah like period yeah if i had seen my dad saying those things i would look at my mom and be like what are you doing with him yeah no for sure um, but Topanga's just like, oh, you guys are so in love. Yeah, it's bizarre. Um, so he gets up and he decides he's going to go take a walk. And Corey is like, you couldn't just stick to the cards, could you? Um, and Topanga's mom, you know, is obviously upset. And she's just like, excuse me. And she walks into the kitchen. And Topanga follows her in and she's just like, what's going on? Um... Not even, really. Topanga yeah. just starts talking about how she and Corey are going to be, like, great together. And, and just like her parents. Yeah. Like, she didn't just watch her dad walk out of the house. And um, Topanga's mom is like, hey, you are Topanga and Corey. You should not be measuring your relationship with anyone else's relationship. It's important that you are your own couple. And Topanga... Which was beautiful. It was wonderful. But Topanga didn't pick up on it. No. Like, she's like, you're right. How could we ever measure up to you guys? You guys love each other so much. And it's so beautiful. And her mom is just, like, face palming at the table. Like, what on earth? Um, And then her dad comes in. Mm -hmm. And um, immediately Topanga, like, gets up. And she's like, oh, like, did you have a nice walk? And... And he's like, yeah, sorry, I just needed to get some fresh air and, you know, let's go plan that wedding. And then, like... Topanga walks out of the kitchen 
And Topanga's mom, like, stops Jedediah and goes, hey, did you get enough fresh air? <laughs> and it, it sounded so, like, murderous. Mm-hmm. Like, Which is understandable. Oh, for sure. It was just such a turn from everything else in the episode. Um, anyway, so they go back into the living room. Um, no, no, no. They do go back into the living room, but first we go check on in on the apartment. Yeah. Where yeah. Rachel and Jack, I know you guys have missed me saying it. They start to be cutesy together. They talk about doing spaghetti, spaghetti like and the tramp. And, and Jack is like, yeah, I'll be the tramp. Unless you want to be the tramp. And they're drinking out of the same cup with like two different straws. Two different straws, which is odd. Why is that odd? If they want to drink at the same time, they can't share a straw. I guess that's true. But like, I just feel like when you're a close enough couple, you just, you don't have separate straws. You just have one. But if you're very, very thirsty and you both want to drink at the same time, you have to have two straws. Like, it wasn't like they were passing it back and forth. That's true. They were sitting there with their foreheads together, drinking at the same time. They were so thirsty. They were dehydrated. They were so thirsty. Uh, this was, that was actually their out. that was actually their forty fifth cup of soda. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Then they start making out. Like they got back into maker outer Rachel and Jack. Mm-hmm. Like they go crazy. And then there's a knock at the door while they're maker outing, and it's Eric. Yeah, and he comes in, and they're like, what are you doing here? They're so like, great to see you. They, like, run and, like, hide all of the evidence. They try to, like, put the, the, the cup they were drinking from on the counter and, like, move apart from each other. Uh, he's like, I just, I'm here to tell you, like, finally, like, I'm so happy for you guys. And you want to know why I'm so happy for you guys? They're like, this is great. Like, this is wonderful. This is so sweet that you would come over and tell us this. And as he's saying that, he looks over and he sees the cup with two straws. And he's like, two straws? (sighs) Never mind. I'm fine. Let's go on. And he's like, you know, I thought, you know, from the moment you came in this apartment or Rachel, basically he's addressing Jack as if Rachel's not standing right there. And she's like, I need to leave. And Eric is like, no, 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 no. you need to hear this. And he starts talking about like the way she walks and the cute way she laughs. And she like (laughs) giggles. She's like, oh, like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, but then I realized that it was the competition that drew me. So, like, I'm really happy for you guys. And Jack is like, yeah, I won that one. Mm-hmm. And Rachel is like, wait, what? And he's like, oh, I mean, like, I won you. She's perturbed. Yeah. Uh, so Eric says this whole thing. And, and he's like, all right, you know what? It was great having this talk. Congratulations, Jack. I'm out. And he goes to leave, and then Jack and Rachel are just looking at each other, and Jack's like, you okay? And she's like, mm-hmm. So we go back to the living room. Yeah. We go to the living room. They're trying to talk about the wedding, and I think Topanga brings up again, like, what a great example of getting married young her parents are and Corey's parents well, are. Well, because, yeah, and she brings it up, and... and Amy and Alan are talking about how, like, yeah, and your parents didn't think we could make it. 
and they start like kissing and they're talking about how in love they are and 23 years later they're still going strong still pumping out babies and uh they kiss each other and then Topanga's like yeah what about you mom and dad did did grandma and grandpa think you guys would make it and, and they're like yeah absolutely they did they and- thought we were gonna be and then Topanga's mom is just like together forever and just like starts bawling mm-hmm um, and Topanga's like, wait, is something wrong? <laughs> I'm I'm picking up some vibes. It's about time. Um, so Topanga's like, what's going on? Like, Dad, why why is Mom talking like this? And he's like, well, you know, I didn't think. And Amy and Alan, Amy goes, oh, it's about time for me to feed the baby. Alan, come help me feed the baby. He's like, how am I supposed to help you feed the baby? And she's like, help me feed the baby. And he's like, oh, okay. And they, like, walk to the kitchen. And Corey's like, I have to go, too. And they're like, no, Corey, you need to stay here for this. And then, like, immediately Topanga's mom starts talking about how they've been trying to make it work. And they thought that it would be good for them if Topanga stayed in Philadelphia, that it wasn't because of Corey. It was because they thought that it would help their relationship if it was just the two of them. Corey's staying there and he's like, well, you let her stay because of Corey, because of me. And like, and she's like, well, and you let me stay because of my friends. And Corey's like, yeah, me, her friend. And he's, she's like, and you didn't want to take me on my last year of high school here. And, he, and Corey's just like, and me. And they're like, well, you know, really, we were trying to work on our relationship and it didn't work. And and I, I think at this point, Topanga says, like, you, you guys can figure it out. You can you guys can get through this. And Topanga's mom yells like a marriage is not something you get through Topanga. And she's right again. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. Um, And Topanga is devastated. Mm hmm. She just, runs to the kitchen yeah. where Amy and Alan are together feeding baby Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So now we cut back to the living room later, but it's it's the wedding living room. Mm-hmm. Everything has disappeared and it has become a wedding chapel. Mm-hmm. And they have chairs set up. All of a sudden, this living room is gigantic. Yeah. They have chairs set up everywhere. Um, Sean and Angela walk in and... They, like, walk in together, and, and immediately Angela's like, and remember, we're here as friends. We're not here as a couple. And Sean's like, I know. You said it enough in the car on the way here. And she's like, just don't get all sentimental. And he's like, do I seem like the sentimental type? <gasps> oh, look, Morgan's a flower girl. We should kiss. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then we go over to where Feeney and Eric are standing. Mm-hmm. And... They have, like, this really sweet talk, and Eric's just like, I'm really going to miss you, and Mr. Feeney's like, I'll be back in two weeks from Aruba, and Eric says, I think I'm going to be doing some traveling of my own. And Feeney makes the most scared face that it was immediately apparent what he was thinking, and then it was immediately addressed when Eric goes, oh, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to go to Aruba. Don't worry. Um, so... Feeney's mind is set at ease. Barbie Feldman is so good at Eric. I know. Um, and then this moment where Eric just like leans over and puts his arms around Feeney. And is like, I love you. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Feeney turns around and hugs him too and is like, I love you, Eric. Ugh. 
Yeah. And then the the organ starts playing. Mm-hmm. Where's the organ? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, the organ starts playing, and and Lila starts walking down the living room aisle, and Eric is just like standing there next to Feeny, and Feeny's like, "Go!" And like, oh no, Eric he elbows starts, like, him. He's like, "Hey, yeah. look at her!" And then Feeny like pushes him away, and Eric runs down. And, and- Lila looks beautiful, like mm-hmm. super regal and classy, and she's carrying just like one rose, and it's just so understated and peaceful. Mm-hmm. And she gets up there, and like, I don't like weddings. They bother me. Mm-hmm. This was like the most peaceful, beautiful little ceremony I have ever seen. I mean, overall, it wasn't that different than what we did. Right. So. Um, but like what they said to each other and yeah. even like the quietness and peace of their voices. It was just so calming. Yeah, they were just so soft and sweet. They were talking about how in love with each other they are and how lucky they are to have found each other after thinking that they were done finding people in their lives. And and Lila says, my only regret is I didn't find you earlier. Mm-hmm. Which is sweet, but also Feeney was married earlier, so... Yeah, but it's been a long time since Feeney was married. I know. But, like, it just made I me mean, start... I mean, she was also married. It made me start thinking, like, what if they found each other like while they were each still married then what happens well it's really funny because like we've kind of had that talk too where it's like i what oh where we're like i wish we had you know found each other and fallen in love sooner but our lives would be completely different if that had happened like the kids that we have these wonderful wonderful people that we have wouldn't be those same people right and the things that made us who we are, no matter how hard they, you know, were to overcome, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been the perfect fit for each other that we are now. So it's it's always really, like, interesting to me to watch people say things like that. Yeah. But yeah, Lila was also married. Yeah, I know. Um, anyway, but so they... they, they say these sweet things to each other and the camera pans around and it cuts to Amy and Alan who like smile and smooch. Yeah. It, it it pans over to Eric and not Eric, Sean and Angela In and my Sean favorite scene of the whole episode. As they're saying these things, Sean reaches down for Angela's hand and she like slaps him away, but she's like smirking mm-hmm. as she does it. And then she he reaches out again and grabs her hand and she smacks it away well, again. She like pulls her hand away and like moves it further away. Yeah. And then he puts his arm around her and she just like melts into him. Oh, it was so good. And then it cuts to Corey and Topanga. Cor I mean Topanga is sobbing, mm-hmm. like not happy sobbing, right. sad sobbing. She's inconsolable. And staring at her mom and dad, just like staring at them. And And they are sitting almost with their backs to each other. They're like next to each other and facing opposite directions. Why did they even show up to this wedding? And why are they sitting next to each other? I feel like they maybe were staying at the Matthews house. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, And then... (laughs) While, so we get Topanga staring at her parents who aren't looking at each other and aren't looking at her. And then it pans over to Alan who is glaring at Topanga's parents from across the room, just like, 
<laughs> I don't know how could you do this. We also see Jack and Rachel, but like nothing of yeah importance. Was... It was like all of a sudden, like there was not that storyline at all, right? Um, and then we see Corey go to answer the phone in the kitchen. Yeah, the phone rings during the wedding, and Corey runs into the kitchen and answers it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, about the venue. I'm sorry, we haven't." We haven't gotten back to you yet. And he opens the door and looks out while he's on the phone and Feeney's getting married. And he looks at Topanga sobbing and he's like, yeah, I I think we're going to have to not, we can't take the date. We're we're not ready for that. No. We're still thinking. We're still thinking, yeah. Um, and then he goes and sits back next to her and puts his arm around her and she's still sobbing. And awkwardly kisses her on the cheek. Yeah. Anyway, that was the episode. That then there's it. no post credit scene. Yep. Tanya. That was the finale. That was the finale of season six. And how did you feel about it? Um, For the most part, I absolutely love this episode. Like, there were a couple moments where I teared up. There were so many sweet things in it. Sean and Angela were so, like, such tiny bit parts in it. But their parts were so good. Like... The scene where she's pulling her hand away and then he puts his arm around her was so cute. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Um, the Eric and Sean talk was so good. Yeah. The vows that were made for Mr. Feeney's wedding were so good. Um, and I don't even like have a gripe about the storyline with Topanga because I think it is important that if you are going to get married super young, you think about things. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you aren't thinking about what could cause your relationship to fall apart, then you're living a blissful dream and you're just going to be shocked when something bad happens and you aren't going to be able to get through it. Right. Like, is marriage a thing to get through? As like a trial. No, but there are trials that happen that you have to get through together. And to think that those trials wouldn't affect your marriage is complete, like, it, it, it's impossible. Right. Um, because every trial does affect your marriage. It's, you know, in the way that you react to it. Because when you react to something, you are showing your spouse a different side of you. Right. Um. So there are a lot of things to consider if you are going to get married. I mean, no matter how old you are. Um, so I think the whole thing was actually really, really important. But the thing that I pulled from it the most is that they have every right to split up. Yeah. And even if, and I cannot stress this enough, even if Topanga's dad was not a raging asshole... If her mom was unhappy, they still have a right <laughs> to split up. Mm -hmm. Like, but he was. He right. was awful. Like, why Why would Topanga, like, see that and then be like, oh, I wish they wouldn't split up. Like, I wish my mom would stay in this world of eternal torture. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody should want that for someone that they love. But I loved, like, I loved this episode. 
And I was very surprised by how much I loved this episode, because when we were looking into which episode was for today, I was like, oh. Yeah, me too. And then I was so pleasantly surprised by it. Um, And I thought that, like, again, Corey was so funny. Yeah. Like, he was just hilarious. Yeah, he was funny in his neurotic. Yeah, neuroses. God, I can't talk today at all. That's because you decided if I was going to stay up until one o'clock in the morning making cinnamon rolls, you were going to stay up until one o'clock in the morning playing video games I gotta, so that it was out of solidarity. I, I got to get through Dark Souls 2 again. Again? <laughs> yeah, because I, I was downloading another game earlier this week. So then I was like, let me just restart Dark Souls 2 while I wait because I won't be drawn to play through the rest of it. And You're here I wrong. am. Here I am playing through the rest of it. Anyway. That's how I felt about this episode. How did you feel about this episode? I, I I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. I I think this episode solidified my opinion that Barbie Feldman is the best Boy Meets World writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she has any more episodes. I felt like this was it. I don't remember seeing her name in season seven. I could be wrong, and I hope I am. I hope you are, too. Um, But... Like she just gets these characters so well, mm-hmm. and and makes them believable in a in um you know in, in in even in my criticism I said it of Topanga, I I don't think it was not believable. Like right. I know people who would act like that. Yes. I'm not I'm not faulting anyone for feeling that way. Mm-hmm. I'm just I personally don't understand it. Right. But I've I've seen it, um, and I've seen it from grown adults. Yeah. But. Um, everybody was written so well. Sean and, and Angela were written so well, and they they handled it so well. Um, Jack and Rachel, like just that moment of watching Eric come in, do what he thought was right, but you could see like the fractures mm-hmm. um, um, forming in between Jack and Rachel as he's talking, mm-hmm. and um. So again, like it was so well written, but also you have to have the actors in place and they were all so good at acting. And also not all of it was done through words. Like so much of this episode was done through body language Mm -hmm. and they all handled that so well. Um, Yeah, I I thought it was a really great episode and I and I and I hated watching Topanga's dad be an asshole. It didn't make sense for his character, but. We haven't seen him in five years, so right. it's not a big deal. And uh, Michael McKean is such a great asshole actor. Yeah. Like... You hate him. You like, hate the him. the moment you see him, you hate him. But he's so good at it. Like, he's such a good actor. Like, even in Better Call Saul, there were moments where you're like, oh, like, I love that guy. Like... I don't... Mm-mm. I think there were moments early on where we were like, "Oh, he's gonna he's gonna be a loving brother. Like he's gonna realize what he's doing." I don't think I felt like that. I'm pretty sure I remember you saying stuff like that. Um, I think I remember I continued saying, "Why does he keep helping him?" That's true too. Um, yeah, so, but all in all, like it was such a good episode. Yeah. Um, Feeney and and the dean were spectacular mm-hmm. um did it fit as a end of the season episode no but like it's a sitcom and we're not watching lost right but boy meets world 
we've watched. Yes. Every, every time we're like, this would have been the best finale. Yeah. And then there's like these other episodes that are finales that you're like, that that's the finale? Like, yeah. I loved this episode, but my first thought was like, this is the finale? Like, that's wild to me. Well, And what they did is they set up uh, next season, they set up for Topanga and Corey's... Um, um, will they, won't they? Mm-hmm. Like, but they didn't need to do that because Corey and Topanga have had that forever. Right. But they also, like, I think, like, if we were watching, which we probably could, we probably could pull up the promo for this episode. Um, if we were watching the promo, I guarantee that they probably did the... Your voice they, is changing. <laughs> they probably did the, um, in the wedding of a century, <laughs> like... Like, this is the season finale where Mr. Feeney gets married. Like, it would be, that would be the focus of why it's the finale. Right. Um, but you you pointed out something very important when it comes to, like, you know people who have reacted like that to, you know, the adult parents in their life getting divorced. I was indifferent to my parents getting divorced my sisters were nuts, mm-hmm. like nuts. Like they thought they had to choose sides. Like my youngest sister ended up moving to Colorado with my oldest sister because of the broken home she was about to be raised in as a like 16 year old. It was, it was bonkers um, how much different they were affected than I was. It wasn't bonkers that they were affected by it because everybody handles things differently. Right. But they were wild when it came to my parents getting divorced. So, I mean, you're right. Like, everybody handles things differently. I, for some reason, just don't understand. Right. Well, and I don't either because I I always take a step outside and kind of see the situation for what it is. And if two people are miserable, they they shouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that like I'm not happy today. Right. We don't have something that we need to work through or talk about or try to figure out. Right. But if years have gone by and you're just miserable and you hate each other. Why are you trying to make that work? Yeah. Even if you don't hate each other. Like, and you just feel, like, when I say I've literally had these conversations with people where I'm like, um. not about us. <laughs> Can I just say, we, yesterday, it was Christmas Eve, my schedule switched over, so now I have, like, weekends basically off, um, which meant I had Christmas Eve off this year. And our first Christmas together, we were so sentimental <laughs> Both mm-hmm. of us were. Like, it was all about finding those gifts that would, like, show how just crazily in tune with each other we were. And um, I made Alden a CD. A, a mixtape. Mix a mixtape. And I, like, labeled the the package with, like, what these songs meant to me basically not the actual names of the songs Mm -hmm. and yesterday we pulled that out because we were talking about our first christmas together and we pulled it out we were listening to it and i sat on the bed and almost just started crying because like 
I love you so much. Oh. And I love being able to be with you and spend my life with you. But. <laughs> but if, what? No, no. If you, like, if someone is in a relationship uh-huh. and they feel no connection with each other. Mm-hmm. They don't hate each other. Right. There's just no connection there. And they've tried making a connection again. And I think that's the, the... You don't have to stay together. Right. Yeah. No, I, and I think that's the, the key point. Like, you got married, maybe try to figure out how to have that connection again mm-hmm. or whatever. But if it's not there, then it's not there. Right. But, again, everybody's different. Right. Um. Anyway. Anything else we we should we want to say about this episode? I don't think so. It was just so surprisingly good. Yeah, I, we haven't. We literally, as we sit down and record this episode, we haven't discussed our plans for mid season or what we're going to do. Are we just going to start season seven? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, we have to have like an overview episode. Yeah, we, we always do. We do kind of need to look at the series as a whole. I mean, the season as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Um, if only there were podcasts, Boy Meets World podcasts, who had already done this season. But there, there aren't. I know. Anyway, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah. Uh, Tanya? Yep. Are you going to tell the people where to find us? Yeah, you can, uh, tweet at us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group. Just type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar. Um, you'll get approved and then you can chat with us. We are going to go to bed now <laughs> because I'm sleepy and our dog is over there snoring right now and I'm so freaking jealous. Anyway, thank you for joining us. This happy has been, holidays. Happy holidays. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 6, Episode 22. Do good. Class dismissed.